and gentlemen, welcome, finally, to the Resurgent Magazine podcast. This is episode one. I am your host, Robert Sherman, writer, photographer, and editor-in-chief over at resurgentmag.com. That is spelled R-E-S-U-R-G-E-T mag.com. We have an incredible show for you tonight. I am so excited for this conversation with these guys. Um, I couldn't have picked a better group, a better band to have our first episode with. These guys are so passionate, so uh, into their craft and music that it really embodies what it is to be in the local scene and trying to break through uh, that ceiling. But before we get into that, I, of course, have to go into some of the cool things that we're doing over at resurgentmag.com. First, I want to start off with um, our photographer and writer, Kaylee Howell's coverage of AIM Lower's EP release show. Uh, it was an incredible show. She has an incredible gallery and review of that show over on the website. Some support for AIM Lower on that show were from Desire's Man-Eating Lion, amongst some other uh, local bands that show took place at the token lounge um and drew a pretty uh impressive crowd for for an ep release show i have coverage of anti-flag and stray from the paths first show of 2018 they blessed us with having it down at the magic stick in detroit uh there are photo galleries of anti-flag stray from the path sharp tooth and the white noise up on there so go make sure to check that out kaylee reviewed the new speak low if you speak love record which i've i've listened to it and it makes you feel some feelings <laughs> go take a listen to that i uh reviewed the new of mice and men record defy i truly enjoyed that record as well uh, most importantly from what we've done in the last week though <laughs> i'm a little biased is i reviewed the new divisive and controversial fallout boy record mania you're definitely going to want to take a look at what i had to say um, and what some other people are saying about it over at resurgentmag.com you can find resurgent magazine on facebook just search up resurgent r-e-s-u-r-g-e-t magazine in the search bar make sure you give us a like we're trying to accomplish some really great things in the detroit area and we would love for you to join along if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at ResurgentMag, just like the URL. And on Instagram, we are also ResurgentMag. So before we jump into this conversation, I did want to talk a little bit about the importance of the local scene um, anywhere, really, wherever you're, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Not only Detroit, it could be Chicago. We had a couple people listening in California. We really just need to go out there and support some of these bands, some of these incredible um, people that are in these bands just trying to do what they love create art that they are passionate about and present it to us um, in their best way possible and i think and i think as everybody knows that the detroit local scene and whatever that may encompass the detroit metro local scene whether that be punk rock post-hardcore hardcore music acoustic pop hip-hop whatever it is we have a very strong core and we really need people to go out there and support that's what this podcast is about we're going to bring to light and we're going to promote the hell out of these bands that are out here doing what they love so greatly. So with that being said, we are a podcast that is committed to give voices and images and reviews and words 
to these local bands. So I'm very excited to bring this to you. Now, that being said, I do want to introduce our first ever guests as we divide. They are self-defined as a post-hard punk band. Uh, I think that's the first time I've ever heard that genre used. But if you kind of think about it, that is what they are. Um, they're incredible. They, they, they mix a whole bunch of different genres into sounding like their own. You would have no clue that this is – if you were just listening and a song of theirs came on, you would have no clue that you were listening to a Detroit local band. That's, that's what these guys are committed to bringing you every single time they step on stage and every single time they step in the studio. I do want to introduce the guys. I'm so excited to sit down with Robbie, Jake, Ted, Zach, and Robert of the Livonia Band as we divide a few hours before their headlining show down at the shelter at St. Andrew's Hall. So please enjoy episode one of the Resurgent Magazine podcast with the guys in As We Divide. Outside of their, we're literally outside of the shelter, freezing our asses off uh, for their headlining show. Um, how you guys feeling today? Fantastic, Excellent. man. Yeah. So um, let's talk about a little bit of the formation of the band. Obviously, I don't think anybody has really asked you guys that, but let's go back to the beginning and figure out how you guys got together and how you're here now. Yeah, it's the as we divide started out just Jake and I, but I actually met some of the members of the band uh, way before that. Robert and I, who's standing right next to me, uh, we we went to school together and we started a project in high school. Uh, called it a mortal weakness. Never did anything. We didn't even finish a song. Uh, later on, I ended up meeting Jake, who's also standing right next to me, and him and I started a different project with a few different people. Again, that didn't work out. So Jake and I really went our own way. Tried some acoustic stuff with it. Um, Played a show. Yeah, ended up playing a show acoustic. Realized that it really wasn't for us. We really wanted something more. We wanted to be in a band. So we ended up hitting Robert back up to play Four bass. Yeah, we, uh, we actually found we found three of our members on Facebook on a uh, page called Michigan Musicians, which act, like worked wonders. Uh, that did so much for this band. We found Zach, John, and Ted, and they're some of the greatest musicians I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. So... Yeah, that's really how the band started, is just Facebook and high school. We all met each other, and we just really found our way. It's it's really awesome. It, it's honestly really awesome to, you know, have a group of guys where it, you really don't have to say anything to click. You just all get together in a room and play music for the first time, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'd die for these guys. Like, immediately. <laughs> that's how it was. I would die on stage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would also kill these guys, though. Yeah, yeah. So. I'd both. <laughs> That's cool. That so, times, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so last year you guys put out the uh, your debut album. You guys self-released that, self-funded it. Yep, yep. completely self-funded. A uh, lot of money, a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, we didn't really have any help from any like uh, big industry or anything like that. It was just us six guys. Uh, just saving up every penny that we made to get into the studio. We recorded it with Michael Martinson, and we continue to work with them. Uh, yeah, that album was a whole lot of fun from even saving up the money, just the anticipation of getting in the studio. Like, everything about it was wonderful. So what were some of the um, the challenges behind writing an entire debut album for you guys? 
I'd honestly have to say the biggest challenge was really getting comfortable with all of our different uh, styles. We All of us come from a, a very different background with music. I mean, I grew up completely metal. My dad uh, listening to all that. We have members that listen to, uh, like, just pop their whole lives. And really combining those elements to make a good album is a lot more difficult when you're this young and when you've never done it before with a group. You know, that, all those different opinions that everybody has, it's hard oh, to find. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, that was the hardest, yeah. Ever, I mean, and really just finding, finding the space between writing something yeah, that really people are going to like and writing something you're truly going to be happy with. Something so, fun to play. Yeah, something that you, you really enjoy yourself, but you also want to be able to manipulate that into something that's really going to get the crowd moving. So let's flip that and ask, what was the best memory of you guys creating that? Like, if ooh, there was, the like, garage. writing a song. The, ooh, the garage. The garage. You remember when we made um, <laughs> Ease the Pain? We yeah. made a short story. The best, the best memory I the best memory we I can We made a short recall. story within, like, ten minutes. Yeah. And we're like, dude, yeah, this we is just... sweet and heavy, yeah. <laughs> um... I'd have to say that um, the greatest feeling from this entire album is the very last day when Mike just hit the space bar on the last thing we recorded. He looked at me while I was still in the vocal booth and he's like, congratulations, Robbie. You and your band have a full length album. And just hearing that and knowing that that was true was phenomenal. To know that we had gone through all that work, everything, all the blood, sweat, tears, good times, bad times, we had finally did it, and that was one of the most gratifying moments in my entire life. So that was kind of at the end of your guys' 2017, but let's let's rewind a little bit through to like the beginning, kind of even late in 2016, when you guys opened up for We Came As Romans. Oh, that um, was such a good show. Remember how we got that? That was. Yeah, how did you guys get that show? We don't um, even know. We, <laughs> yeah, we we had we had some some pretty some pretty good people on our side that had uh, that had some good connections at the time, and uh, we it was just it was really just networking. Uh, we were we were playing. We were really hitting it off with a lot of really good local bands. A lot of good uh, just people who were running like things like clothing lines, uh, anything. Yeah, just representatives in the industry and. We really got to like get in with them and make good friends with them, and finally, like you just you just get an open door every now and again. And you gotta take um, it, and you just gotta take it. Like we were just grinding, playing, you know, shows in front of nobody You're except playing, like, our yeah, except my parents and the bartender. Yep. That was it. <laughs> but if you keep playing and you keep her, like persevering, um, things like that will come your way. It's we were just it, it was literally just uh, just. Somebody came up to us and just told us, I got you guys a sweet gig. And it was as simple as that. We didn't really, when we saw that the show was announced, we were really hoping that we were going to have a chance. And of course, we were talking to people that were working with us about getting it, but it was yeah, really yeah, far fetched. We yeah, it was we like the way it. they had it seemed was like we weren't going to get it. And if we did, it's like winning the lottery. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and, then, so then you guys got like it. like winning the lottery when we <laughs> sat down and we were open up. I teared up. That was that was our first yeah that was our first huge show yeah we ended up crying and stuff and that was a, that was a big stepping stone because that's when it that when you stand in front of that many people who are having that good of a time and just knowing that everybody in the crowd is just happy no matter what's going on in their life like that's when you truly realize what music is about 
and that was a huge stepping stone. Like we finally realized why we were working so hard. It's because music is just phenomenal. So after you played that show, how did um, like fanship grow after that? It actually went pretty. That was a really yeah. good it was, opportunity yeah, for us. It it we was, sold out of like all of our. I mean, when, when oh we we yeah we did. That was and merch is like the greatest way to. Tell, it's like marketing, you know, when somebody wears your shirt, they're like, oh, man, that's a cool shirt. Where'd you get that? <laughs> say, you know, I went, oh, I went and saw We Came as Romans, and these guys opened up, and they're, you know, pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, I mean, I, it really was like the, the first point in time when we were actually really being taken seriously as a band, because we were... We didn't really have much of like a fan base at that point. Yeah, you know, we had our off. my family, my family's friends, and then people who had heard us along the way. And the bartenders. Yeah, and <laughs> the bartenders. Yeah. Hey, we used but to turn those heads though. We used you to gotta, turn bartenders. Yeah, heads. that was a good feeling. We, you gotta you gotta experience it once to stand in front of a thousand kids who have absolutely no idea who you are, and. That's when you realize, like, am I? Are we gonna have fans or are we like not? That, but that's when we first started to realize, like, we're we're a band that people really enjoy, and that was a good feeling. We kind of milked, yeah. We kind of so we started to really formulate <laughs> a fan base at over. that point. Yeah, that that was what I was gonna bring up was the downfall the downfall cover at that show. Yeah, it was like everybody was just kind of chilling, and then all of a sudden, just like. The beginning of that song kicked in, and it was just like, holy that fuck. Funny story, I, we didn't plan on any of that actually happening. Like, when they, uh, Zach, something was wrong with his snare, like, he, uh, he had to fix it. And Robbie was like, well, we're playing the downfall of us all. And everybody, like, the crowd was the one that started going, da 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 Yeah, so we didn't, we didn't have a choice. Fast. We're like, <laughs> holy shit. Like, like, the I, crowd was like, yeah, you're doing it. I was that. really hoping we were all, like, on the same page. And we were just like, <laughs> all right, let's just, you know, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> and it ended up working out pretty good. Well, yeah. I've, yeah, I've never seen, like, a, a local band that's opening for, a, like, a, a big independent band like that just like make people just go holy fuck what <laughs> what is going on right now it was nuts it was crazy yeah i mean we, we appreciate that a ton yeah i i really i really like that i really like that people uh can go to a show whether it's their favorite band or not their favorite band and still have a really good time like it doesn't matter if anybody really knows you you're there to hear some music and if you're good at what you do then people are going to like it so now we're here at the beginning of 2018, and obviously it's almost February. This is, is not your guys' first show of the year, is it? Uh, no, no. We uh, we played a show. We played a show at Simon's After Dark. Oh yeah. Um, it was actually our first show out in Allen Park. We played with a couple touring bands, and we ended up making some Dude. amazing friends. Live for tomorrow. Yeah, shout out to Live for Tomorrow. Great guys. <laughs> they are the greatest guys in the world. Dudes. Yeah, that was our first show of 2018 and then this will be our first headliner you know, it's such a fun show. really hope it's not the last <laughs> right yeah. so that played was so like they were musically talented dude. so yeah. lo looking at the show coming up and uh just like right now in a f couple hours how did this show come together and was this coming on your guys's i know live nation is sponsoring it did they come to you or what really brought this together here we've been trying pretty hard to work with live nation for quite a while now um it's always just been really something we've wanted to do you know live nation is just so known for the amazing things that they do for the for this industry whether it's just detroit based or national based like they book self-help fest they're doing imagine dragons new special 
It was almost uh, kind of like we had to yeah. work our way up. Yeah, to we had to. We had to really get to <laughs> the point where uh, a company like this was gonna like listen to what we had to say. So um, it, it started with literally just sending an email, kind of over and over, to be honest. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> We finally got through to him, and we all said, like after our album release show at the end of last year, uh, that we wanna we wanna keep the momentum going. Like we let's let's book another headliner like Stat, and so we, we went through Live Nation, and it was it was relatively painless. Like it was just here's what you got to do, and if you if you guys can pull this off, let's do it. And everything worked out perfect. <laughs> this album was like a really big learning experience about where our sound was going, and songs like Deadlight and you know, short story on being set aside. Uh, songs like that is really the direction we want to head in. So what we're going to be doing right now is we're probably just going to be dropping as much content as possible. Um, an album right now is a little far-fetched since we're only like three months into the cycle. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to be dropping some new singles. We'll have more content like music videos and stuff. But I wouldn't say like expect an album soon, but definitely expect some new music. Yeah, soon. A lot of good we're gonna be relaunching with a, with like a brand new image, and we actually we're gonna be announcing it pretty soon. But I'll you, you're gonna see it tonight. I mean, we have added a new member since the last time I, I know you you saw us. Yeah, we have a sixth member now. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we're changing up our sound. Um, no, we're still gonna be as we divide, obviously, but we wanna we wanna take it nerve direction that we couldn't have without him well now i feel bad because i didn't even i didn't introduce him in the intro who is he oh what's his name well his name is john murphy and he <laughs> was around for the entire album cycle of the days we're after he never left he, he just kind of <laughs> he's been yeah he's been um working with us since day one whether it be full-time or part-time he was like the anything top like that yeah he's always helped with all of our writing yeah, all that's that. he's <laughs> one of the one of the best people I've ever met. He's one of the best guitar players. Fantastic guitar player, all around amazing human being. Yeah, welcome John Murphy. Last question. Um, I need to know what does RTA stand for? You have to explain the backstory. Okay, so we were in the studio one day, and the thing about the studio is we do all these we do all these like side names like. Uh, can I go? Can I go into all the other names? Go for it. Okay. So like, uh, ease the pains called Ted Turdwog. Uh, <laughs> Mind up? you, these are all demos. I, I struggle with them. the real names of the songs. Uh, the nights we let go. That's poop, what your poop right? smell like. What your poop smell like, which is a funny thing with Tinder and uh, uh, Uncle Skeet. <laughs> yeah, shout out Uncle Skeet. Are these the names you guys put on the sellers when you put it well, down on the stage? Our, is that? Yeah, what yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like our uh, uh, album release had none of the actual. That's awesome. So, uh, desperate is sad boy grunge, but RTA. Okay, so, RTA. Like, we wrote it, and we're just like, man, dude, we had no vocals, and it was just the guitar. We're like, this is so, you know, rise against kind of like pop. Like, punk. like that it's really punk. strong punk. And then you yeah. add vocals, and it changes the whole feel. But just the guitar part, it's like super rise against you. And um, we're just like, we need a name for the song. Then, uh, There's a song called Reeducation Through Labor, <laughs> and we're dirty people. This is the whole thing us. with Ted, and he always talks about anal, so he's like, oh, Reeducation Through Anal. And it just, <laughs> like, oh, shit. And it just stuck. <laughs> we were really hoping nobody would actually but ask thing us. Is, <laughs> we didn't have a name for the song, so when we played it, because that was like one of the first songs we wrote, and we didn't have a name for it, and we're just like, 
Absolutely. A bunch of bands have done that. Yeah. Except it's not about anal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the song is not about anal. No, it's not. It's one of my it's one of my favorites on the album, actually. I really yeah, enjoyed that song. You, it's a really good song. But anyway, I appreciate you guys standing out in the fucking cold oh, uh, to record this with me. I'm looking forward to, to the show tonight, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to some of the new songs, too. I'm so happy. All so, right. So, yeah. <laughs> no problem. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Yeah. So there it was, my conversation with a couple of the guys from As We Divide. First off, I just wanted to apologize to John Murphy. Um, I didn't introduce you at the beginning of the of this episode because um, I didn't know he was in the band. So they introduced it that night at that show. Um, so yeah, my apologies go out to John Murphy. Second, I want to send my apologies out to our listeners for the quality of the audio. Um, unfortunately, when we decided to record the podcast, there were sound checks going on inside of the venue. So we decided to brave the cold and do it right outside of the venue. So between the wind and, and, and difficulty with that and whatnot, I tried to salvage the audio a little bit. Hopefully it doesn't sound too bad. But other than that, um, I'm very excited for this episode. I really I really like the dudes in As We Divide. I really like their music. The show, if you weren't there, was incredible. They're doing a show with we were sharks and boys of fall um in like a month or so make sure you head out to that show a couple of other michigan bands on that show um aim lower and and boys of fall but yeah you completely missed out if you didn't head down to that as we divide show at the shelter you totally missed out on that show um at least now you know what rta means i mean that one speaks for itself um, so once again, I just want to have a big thank you out to As We Divide and the guys in that band for just being incredible people and incredible uh, musicians. I did want to take this time right now to introduce our guest for episode two of the Resurgent podcast. I promise that the audio will be better in this one. The second guest for the Resurgent podcast is going to be the lead vocalist of Westland band Aim Lower. His name is Steve Jones. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of things ranging from their newest, e or actually their debut EP, Long Story Short, um, that was just released a couple weeks ago in January. They are doing this completely unsigned, and um, they are actually going to be playing down at Hat Rock Sports Bar and Music Cafe for the two-stage rage, so make sure to check them out. Like I said, I always want to end an episode with a song from the next week's guest. So this is Happy Endings by Aim Lower. We'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening.